Y'all, I have not mentioned this on the show yet. I have not the opportunity to mention it, honestly, but I am nominated for my first award for this podcast. And it's actually me who was nominated, which is like a very big deal to me. It means a lot to me. I'm nominated for Best Indie Podcast Host by the Podcast Academy. So the Podcast Academy hosts an award show every year for podcasts called The Ambies. This year it is in Los Angeles. I will be attending the Ambies where I will find out whether or not I won the award. And even if I don't win, that's okay. But obviously I would love to win if you are a voting member of the Podcast Academy because only voting members of the Podcast Academy can vote in the Ambie Awards. Please, I would love your consideration. Take a listen, take a gander. I hope you enjoy the content. hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy me. And I hope you're down to vote for me for Best Indie Podcast Host. Now let's get into the show. Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast to try to help Black people feel seen. Please feel free to donate to the show at the link in the show notes. And please rate and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only because we are five star bitches. Word to yo Gotti. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and all of the things. Additionally, I have a new podcast called Glass House by Sequoia Holmes. Am I late this week? Yes. Is an episode going to come out this week? Maybe not. Nevertheless, you should go ahead and find that podcast. You can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Sequoia. And today, joining me for the second installment of our television series, returning to the show, we have fan fave and my fave, Jewel Wicker. Applause, Blake. Applause, Blake. Oh, I can't speak. Can you? Applause, Blake. (laughs) Gee. Applause, Blake. Applause, Blake. Applause, Blake. Applause, Blake. Applause, Blake. That's okay. Yeah, no, you you understood the sentiment. You knew what I meant. So I'm not gonna have you introduce yourself because they already know you. Um, unless you have anything you may not have heard the previous episodes. You're right. Go ahead. You know what? You're right. Go ahead. And this is why Jewel should be a producer. My name is Jewel Wicker. I'm an entertainment and culture reporter and editor based in Atlanta, Georgia. That's all I got. Should I tell him about? No, I'm not going to. No. Should I tell him about the Hulu? Girl, Bob, not you trying to embarrass me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big. Okay, you know what? Did I tell you my therapist was like, I saw you on Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I saw you on Hulu. I said, did you? She said, "Uh uh-huh. She was like, I was watching it with my husband. I had to pretend like I didn't know you. I'm like, girl, why lie? You know, you told that man I was your client and I'd be giving you hell. Why lie? Just me. There's no reason to lie. I know you told that man I was a basket case. (laughs) There is no reason for you to lie about it. She trying to have the confidentiality. I appreciate it. That was real professional. She definitely told him though. She was like, uh, I was watching with my husband. I had to act like I didn't know you, but I was excited. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure. That's Jewel. Sure. That's Jewel. Sure. I know this problem and this problem. She definitely did that. And that's okay. I'd be okay. I'd be trying to tell my therapist. I'd be okay if you be talking about me and other. Sometimes, you know, I sometimes. Might be a case study. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll be telling my therapist, like, oh, don't tell the, don't tell nobody this. And she'd be like, you, you think I tell people other things <laughs> that you tell me? 
And I'll be like, no, but I'm saying this, you could tell people other things. I'll say this one, you specifically do not have my permission. What business do I have? First of all, who want, who cares about my business? I'm like, who if you went to fuck? somebody and you were like, let me tell you about Jewel Wicker business. They're going to be like, well, let me pipe up. Who? They're going to be like, who? Who cares? Right. They're going to be like, who, 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 who the fuck cares? is Sequoia? So, you know, um, you know, I could be a case study. You might be trying to figure out why people do the things they do, and you might be using me as a case study. I respect that. I and who am I to hold people back from progress because I don't yeah, want absolutely. to be used I as a case study? You know? Absolutely. I would love to heal, and I would love others to heal. Anyways. My healing questionable. They healing that they should. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it personally. You know what? I realized I didn't say what we're going to be talking about. Now, I know y'all know because y'all clicked on the title of the of the episode, so I know that you know. But we're going to be talking about The Hills, okay? Renowned reality television show, The Hills, Chef's Kiss, delightful television show. If you've never checked out, you really should. But before we talk about that, we're going to have In My Defense. Jewel, I know I didn't prep you, so no pressure. No pressure. I know you've been on the show, but no pressure. Oh, I'll just bring minute. up one of the ones that I use in our group text. That's okay. Oh, great. And whose yeah. group text? With me oh, and, no, in and our something group text. That... No, and just oh. in our text. I... Oh, Okay. I about to say you about to say something that pissed me off. I feel I wouldn't bring um, up what we talk about with the men's. They're not interesting. Go oh, on. thank God. Okay. In my defense is our segment where we bring one of our unpopular opinions and defend it for you all. I have in my defense this week. You want me to start? You go ahead. Okay. My in my defense this week is I prefer Laguna Beach to the hills. Just a little bit though. Not you know just a little bit. It just is a little bit more raw. A little bit, you know, a little bit less produced. I don't doubt the it. kids weren't into it yet. They didn't know what reality TV could do for them. I Apparently, it had been pitched to them as like a documentary. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a little documentary just following some kids from Laguna Beach High School to show the real Orange County, um, the flip side of the OC, the, the scripted OC. television show. Right? right. And so they were like, oh, OK, yeah, like we literally... Are getting paid a thousand dollars. They got paid like a thousand dollars. First of all, like that's it. Total? I think they, I think they got paid like a thousand dollars per episode. No, I think they got paid a thousand. Shall I sound like my lawyer when I be showing her? But she be like, "That's per episode or total." Uh, uh-uh. uh, back out, back out. <laughs> I love it. I love Perfect. it exactly. But this was two thousand four before you know fair TV. You know, reality TV had really popped that hard, especially and with no name people. And they were like, oh, we're going to get free trips to Cabo. We're going to get $1,000. Like, they thought they had came up. Little did they know they was being exploited like a motherfucker. But it made for better television to me, in my opinion. They were rich, and so I don't feel bad. They're fine. They still had a pool in the backyard. Let's move on. All of them were rich. No, some of them. Mm -mm. See, I'll be listening to the podcast. There's uh, Kristen and Stefan, or Steven, not Stefan. Do you know who Steven is? Uh They have a podcast called Back to the Beach, where they watch episodes of Laguna Beach Beach and, like, talk about they go through each episode and like talk about what was real what was fake what was really going on whatever Kristen didn't have money like that Stefan didn't have money like that but lauren lauren was rich absolutely i have followed lauren conrad well through the hills like the hills went off and i i had i just took lauren conrad because i said let's move on from this phase i just took lauren ta- conrad coffee table books up and sent them to not the you had the coffee table books baby oh, i had them i had the kelly catron book oh I because Kelly Catron is that bitch. Because so I said I, I want to figure out how to girl boss too close to the sun. So I had uh-huh. a Kelly Catron book and mm-hmm. I had both. She had two. Okay. I had both of Lauren okay. Conrad's uh, coffee table books. And then to take it a step further to give you deep into the hills, uh, Emily Schumann, 
who ran oh, this I know. Glo- you know what I'm saying? You know, Emily. Glossier? Who's the, the intern? No. Yes. Do you tell me oh. you think about the other Emily? It's many Emilys. Let's say it don't be a lot of Emilys. Okay, wait. Emily, Emily Schumann, Schumann was the intern. So if you watch the early episodes of The Hills when they're at the um Team Vogue office, she's like the receptionist. She was interning at Team Vogue okay. at the time that The Hills happened. She goes on to launch this really popular, like, lifestyle blog back in the blog days you know mm-hmm. she had this really popular lifestyle blog called cupcakes and cashmere so girl i had her coffee table book too i was in the orbit so everybody made coffee table books okay let me put that on my to do that list. was the thing you don't need i need it. one We've of them moved i on do from that no I, it's 2023 no. rihanna just made one i just sent it to the goodwill you just sent rihanna to the goodwill no i didn't buy That's rihanna because it was expensive it i was. bought lauren conrad and emily schumann i'll gift you mine so you don't even have to buy it. I'll give it you go, and I expect to see it on the uh, on the coffee table. The coffee table book by Sequoia Holmes. Yeah. What is going to be the content of the coffee table book? Because see, Kanye had a book. It was like about um, the spaceship tour when graduation came out. I don't remember if I'm saying the tour right, but that was one. That was his best tour. Um, he had that. T- he had a coffee table book. Rihanna got a coffee table book. Coffee table books have to have a subject though. So I'm, I'm just curious what your subject would be. I prefer. <laughs> Laguna okay. Beach to the hills, just like a tiny bit. <laughs> and Whatever. that's that on that. I feel like that's a little bit unpopular, not like crazy or anything, but people tend to gravitate toward the hills a little bit more. I think it's just because it was later on. Reality TV had popped real severely by that time. Um, these kids already had a little bit of name cachet coming from a TV show already. So I, it's not super unpopular. I respect but that. I didn't yeah. watch Laguna Beach too heavy. I was bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when you take away the glitz and the glam, now I'm just watching rich white kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. You know why? Because you didn't grow up with rich white kids. That's Correct, why. and so I don't care. You, you, you're not, you're not right. You don't have any personal tie. I never watched OC, but you didn't have any personal tie to it. So it wasn't like, oh, why would I care? And so right. when you take away the fictionalized stories and the L.A. lifestyle, which I once coveted and which is why I like the hills, I don't care. And so that's probably why why you got into Laguna Beach is probably why I didn't get into Laguna Beach. That's fair. I was like, I really don't care. That's fair. I said, oh, this I don't want to sit there and watch these people had a bonfires on the beach. I didn't oh, know that because, was a thing. Oh, I, I used to go to bonfires at least two or three did. times a year. Yeah, that was very growing up. And Long Beach, I don't know if y'all know this, but Long Beach is on the border of Orange County. So if you go one city over, it's Orange County from Long 30 Beach. 30 minutes ago, Long Beach was Compton. Now it's Orange County. Please Child. stop trying to embarrass me on my own podcast. Please stop trying to embarrass me on my own podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to get the geography. I'm not from there. You know how you can get it? You can move your ass here and then you will get it. Shut up. So, anyways, okay, go on. <laughs> What's go your on. in my defense? I want to hear what yours is. So, and don't bring up nothing about eyebrows because I don't know nothing about it. I don't know nothing about Where it. Where are we going? You'll see. Okay. <laughs> I, I've told you this in the group, in the the thread, the text thread, and I want to bring it here about my love for Selena Gomez and how I really truly like her music. And I know that some for some people is an unpopular opinion, but I like Selena Gomez music. I have a good time when I listen to it. And again, I said, I don't bring up nothing about no eyebrows. I don't know nothing about it. I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't about. know what I'm talking about? I literally they don't. They didn't know why she was beefing with the girl, with Haley. I know they weren't beefing over eyebrows. Because Selena, this is the bare minimum of what I know. Okay? So don't don't ask me to go deeper because I don't know. Because again, I feel like I felt about Laguna Beach. I don't care. 
Um, Selena Gomez laminated her eyebrows or something, and she did it wrong. I don't know. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I did it wrong. And then Kylie and Haley posted a video of up close to their eyebrows, and everybody said they was bullying Selena, and then it spiraled. This is getting so fucking They silly. was beefing for weeks about that. Sometimes Justine Scott got in it. I don't I know. Girl, I don't know. Girl, I don't I've been know. seeing I don't the know. beef, but I didn't realize that. First of all, I watched an entire video. So it didn't start off with the eyebrows because I watched an entire like explainer video and the eyebrows wasn't included yet. So the eyebrows may be more like a more recent development, I think. Maybe oh, they've been beefing forever. So possibly. Right. But they, it's been like a bunch but of I it. I think this was the catalyst of the more recent spiral. I don't oh, know. Okay. But my point was, I don't want us to drop it. So good, because I wasn't, I don't know what's going on either, and I don't care. So I wanted to talk about, but I like Selena's music, you know? It's fun. It's a good time. We can go back to Love You Like a Love Song. That was a good look. That was a good song. I, I love you like a love song, baby. I had a good time. That was a good even, She made one that really like, oh, Naturally Beautiful? No, Beautiful. It was something beautiful. It wasn't Naturally. Anything it, I did like that one too, but there was another one about being beautiful. Jewel, please stop acting like you don't know what song I'm talking about. <laughs> The way Please that you're presenting you it, I am off. so sorry. I don't know what you're talking. Look at that way. Because present it, I'm I'm so sorry. I don't. Who says? Who says? I never liked that song, so that's why I didn't. Na, 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 na. Girl, shut up. You shut know, up. I used to like dance around my room, like with my hands up, like spinning around, like I'm no beauty queen. I never liked that song. The na 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 na, na annoying, and then when she's who says? Can you tell me who said? Girl, shut up. <laughs> so you know it. Yeah, I know the song. You know I just don't well like it. For somebody, I know the song because it was played everywhere. It was that was a, you know that was when she was a Disney girl. I feel like it was played mm -hmm. everywhere, and mm -hmm. I just simply was like, I don't, I do not care. We could have gave it so to this somebody is like else the third thing that you've been wrong about music wise so no i'm not and i can go i can air your grievances <laughs> out if you want me to all right um so but i like her like when she even the song she rare before she had rare beauty she had a song called rare that was fun she had a song with kid cuddy a sweeter place that was fun selena was you know what i'm saying i feel like selena gomez knew that she wasn't a vocalist selena gomez knew that she wasn't a dancer which is why i would never pay money to see her perform live but but she gave us a good time. She gave us emotions. She gave us feelings over a beat. Okay. And I can okay. respect that. And that's somebody who don't take themselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's gonna have a good time, who's gonna share their story and move out the way. Like that, like so. Real simple. I like put. it. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. You know, I I you know, um, her and Demi, they started off on Barney. I was a Barney girl. So I, like I forgot they, they started on yeah, Barney. Started on, yeah, I remember forgot. they was besties from Barney. And I was they a Barney were. girl. I had my imaginary friend came from Barney. You want to tell the story? You want to leave it know. there? Or you want to? <laughs> yeah, listeners remember the white boy Michael from Barney. Y'all remember him? That was my imaginary friend. <laughs> Jewel had drove a legitimate imaginary friend. Drove my family crazy. That she made her family. Michael got to get a plate. If I get a bath, you're not going to bathe Michael? <laughs> not you going to let Michael be dirty and he a guest. Michael's thirsty. I'm thirsty. Well, when do guests go home? Some guests overstay their welcome. Michael so just I asked never my mom about home. this. She was like, sometimes I'd be like, it's time for Michael to go. But then she would, like, I would be like, okay, we have to walk Michael home. So I'm like, well, how did I know when Michael was home? She was like, either you would get tired of walking and be like, bye, Michael. Like he was gone. Or I would be like, all right, he gone. Let's go. And she was like, that's how Michael went home. Wow, you know, let me tell you something. A fantastic mother. That's mothering. 
chef's kiss. I remember one time my grandma sat on the stairs and I threw a tantrum because I said she sat on Michael. My grandmother didn't have the patience that my mother had. That part. That part. My grandma said, little girl, I don't give a damn about you and this little imaginary friend if you don't get it out of my face. Because you know what I'm not about to do is stand up. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my face. Not like, well, okay, let me move on. Granny ain't the one to try. No, no. You see, you knew. Yep. Michael, Demi, and Selena. Okay. Now we don't know where Michael is. We can't say, but we know where Demi and Selena are. Friendship might not be in the best place, but they are doing well. And they're my girls. I love them. Absolutely. Um, I'm really happy for you, and I'm happy for Michael's development and growth and and all of those things. We don't know and, that he uh, did, but I do appreciate you saying that. We don't know where Michael could be in the worst of the worst. I hope not, but we don't know. Um, song of the week. Is your song the Demi song, the, the Selena song you just said? What was the song? You said several Selena songs. Do you have one? It was Kobe Calais' Battle. You remember that? I don't know about battle. I remember Kobe Calais. How did battle go? Kobe Calais was my girl. This is a battle and it's your final last call. You remember that song? I was watching the Hills clips and it came up and I said, oh. Because Kobe Calais used to make me feel it in my chest. You've been a pop girly. You've been a pop girly. It's funny, I was doing an interview today with a celebrity and I was we were um talking about black girls and their love for Continuum, the John Mayer album. And I was like, you know, I that had a real strong hold on me in my teenage years. And she was saying how she didn't get into it until later. Um, because she listened to R and B black music. And I was like, Yeah, my mom was also very confused. Like, where the hell did you where do you I wanna know happening? where you did because you didn't go to school with white people again. Once once more. MySpace. So where was where? MySpace. MySpace. Ah, uh, ah, this track. MySpace. Okay, that's where the exposure was coming in in MySpace. Mm-hmm. Just from the internet. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Wow, wow. Got it naturally. The pop girly. Absolutely. I was a to my core John Mayer. I had uh, John Mayer songs. I had Kobe Calais. I had Sia back when Sia was, you know, back before pop Sia, but when Sia was doing really right. like alternative kind of music. She loves a singer songwriter. That's the thing. You, you know love me? a singer songwriter. Give me something I can feel now. Hello. <laughs> Give it a song that she can feel. <laughs> so um yeah, Kobe Clay was my girl, and she was a really talented songwriter. And it just took me back. I don't know, when I was thinking of the hills and like watching TikToks about it earlier today, I was like, that was one thing about the hills. They 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 had the same pop spirit that I did, and I appreciated that. They did. They did. The music on the hills, that's something that I- the music on the hills was really good and obviously it's because it's mtv and they had the rights to all the fucking music but the music was so good i watched it all just like two months ago between within the last two months i finished the hills again for like the third fourth time and the whole time i'm like damn this music these tracks they putting in here and it's like a time capsule of the time too it's so fun yeah that's like a good portion of enjoying the hills is like just like damn this song it was like when Natasha Bedingfield had that moment of like a year or two ago. And I was yes. like, because she's a queen and she deserves. And she's put out nothing but bangers for it. And she had a little dumpy. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> a little dumpy, yep. That's they found out. Wait a minute. So, you know, um, I, yeah, I like the Hills music and it made me think of Kobe Clay. I feel that. I feel that. Speaking of the Hills music. Laguna Beach music, Coming Clean by Hilary Duff, is my song of the week because a fantastic song. 
yeah, I don't know if I ever told the story on this podcast, but for years in college, uh, every time it would rain, I would run outside literally in the rain and like sprint when I say sprint back and forth around campus are you not embarrassed screaming that song and I would put it on snapchat I'll be snapchatting myself scream like scream back and forth. still to this day people who know me personally as soon as it rains they will send me a photo and be like well are you not embarrassed the internet's waiting <laughs> embarrassed no last time I did it was 2019 when I was working at BuzzFeed that was very so, recent no, I don't feel embarrassed. No, okay. I did it. I ran I ran around the BuzzFeed campus doing it in the rain. Yes, I did. Yeah, we have to stand by. I love that Hillary Duff song. I also feel like Hillary Duff, another underrated Disney little, little moment. Um, you know, that's so yesterday is probably my favorite uh, Hillary Duff. If the light is off, then it isn't on. <laughs> if it's Aristotle. over, let it go. That's tomorrow. It'll that's it. Yesterday. That's my girl. So you know, I love come clean. That's a that's a that's a undeniable banger. Really, very much a banger. Moving on, moving on to the main topic, the hills. We gonna talk about the hills, y'all. I'm so excited. The this this series is giving me life because the Degrassi episode was so much fun for me, y'all. When I tell you, I, I was in here heart racing with excitement while screaming about this damn show on this podcast i can't believe y'all listen to me scream about just things that i like thank you so much for listening to me scream on this show about shit that i like because it's so good now the hills is going to be similar because i thoroughly enjoy the show and i just finished fucking watching it so i have a lot of thoughts stuck right here about the show are you ready jewel because i seen that she was because she was watching it earlier today to prepare for the podcast. Because I was just in the mood. Well, the funny mm-hmm. thing is, a few weeks ago, I had started watching it. And then I think I got distracted. And so I paused it. And so I started back watching it today. Um, but I used to watch The Hills every summer. Like, when summer would start, I would start. Like, that was my summer kickoff. It was like a ritual where I would start the summer by binging The Hills. Um, so I hadn't done it in a while. And I wanted to get into it. I'm happy that you got into it. Let me define this show. Or Laguna Beach and the Hills. We're going to be talking about the Hills primarily because that seems to be what most people care about. But I'm going to define both or just give you a little, a little yeah, something straight from Wikipedia. But what we should know about Laguna. We'll hear I'm going to tell y'all just straight from Wikipedia yeah. per usual. In 2004, the reality television series Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County premiered on MTV. The program was created by Liz Gately and documented the lives of several students attending Laguna Beach High School as they completed secondary education. The series proved amongst the network's most successful programming though the entire original cast left after the second season and were replaced by another group of teenagers for the following seasons. Television producer Adam DeVillo, side note, I don't know that Adam is seeing heaven. Leave it there. Developed the spinoff program, The Hills, to follow one of its predecessors, original cast members, Lauren Conrad, as she moved to Los Angeles to pursue a career in the fashion industry. Well, you can't just send the man to hell and not tell us why he going. So he's he's going to hell because, again, y'all got to listen to Back to the Beach podcast. He really set them damn kids up. He really set them kids up. He was he was exploiting. Nigga was pulling storylines out of nowhere that was ruining people's lives. Like <laughs> he was just doing wild stuff. Multiple storylines. Storyline about Kristen having an, a, a drug problem. Do you remember that? This was Do on you the remember hills, that? Wasn't it? it was on the hills. Yeah, it was at the very end of the hills, mm-hmm. and they kept trying to be like, "Kristen, like you have a problem." And she was not having it. She was like, "Enough, stop! I'm not about to do this with y'all. Like, don't mm-hmm. play with me." <laughs> it was getting serious. Uh, about she did about with Holly, Heidi's sister, or he did it with Holly, Heidi's sister. 
also tried to make it seem like she had an addiction to alcohol when the person who had the addiction was Stephanie Pratt. That's Stephanie. Yeah, who was who who literally had multiple multiple DUIs, had her license revoked and all types of shit, but they didn't want to focus on that. They wanted to focus on Holly and Kristen. And for what, Adam? Anyways, I have a question. The theme songs for the hills and Laguna Beach, which one are you taking in a battle? You taking Come Clean or are you taking Unwritten? Can I ask a clarifying question? Like, are we asking, is it which of, which are better theme songs or are we asking which are better songs? Which song evokes the best feeling out of you? And that can be because you watched one of, because you watched a show and it evokes feeling. Just which evokes a, a better feeling out of you? I'm going to vote for Miss Duff. Come really? On. I'm shocked. Yeah. I like Unwritten as a theme song. I think it's yeah. a great theme song. I think it is a time capsule for that time. I think it is timeless in what it represents now because of its ties to the hills. But I think Come Clean standalone as a theme song, just in general, to me, evokes more emotion. That's fair. I get that. I get that. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Miss Bedingfield because... It's bright. It's just such a bright song. When I'm having a down day, I cut that shit on. I'll be like, yes, the it's, the rest is just unwritten. Staring at the blank page before you open up the dirty window. Look at the imagery, the visuals. Let the sun illuminate the words you cannot find. That's a writer's anthem, Jewel. That's a writer's anthem. I agree. But you know, I like a little sadness. So I'm gonna go You do. So she is. If I'm down, I'm going to go. If we go low, we're going to go lower. She's a pop girly, but a sad pop girly, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. I get that. I understand that. That makes sense. So there are other Natasha Bedingfield songs that I would use before I would use Unwritten, and that's okay. I also feel that Natasha purposely was trying to, you know, pander to the Blacks. I know pander's a bad word, but I don't mean in a bad way. I don't know the actual, I don't know the the other word. That's the good version of pander. What are you trying to say? Because she had that choir in there. When they got to that third, feel the rain on your skin. I said, oh, my God, this is familiar. It's Baptist. I know it is. That's, That's like- what Baptist church? Because it didn't have no soul. <laughs> You're rude. First of now all, they, y'all playing. they probably just British Baptist. Oh, well, no, that ain't the kind of that would. I don't know. Maybe she could have that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think British Baptist probably Yeah, because I think you just made that up. But I'm, uh, I'm fairly certain I just made that a, up. But. As a former Southern Baptist baby, uh, that didn't sound like the church I went to. <laughs> That's like when Nick Jonas did that Jealous remix with the choir. I didn't buy into that either. I'm sorry. I said yeah. that's cute. I did Y'all try to, and that's the problem. Cause y'all want to try to put a choir behind everything. If the soul ain't there, the soul ain't there. Putting a black woman in a row behind you to give a little finishing note ain't gonna put it there. <laughs> Jealous is a cute song. We didn't need to turn it into a Southern Baptist hymnal. It was unnecessary. I didn't buy it. I like the hymnal. So. And I like Nick Jonas, and I think he has a nice voice, but we don't need to pretend like his voice made me want to go to salvation. And a really good face. He cute. He wasn't my favorite back in the day, but he cute. Were you a Joe girl? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Nick Jonas was very young when, you have to remember, Nick Jonas was, ve- people who got into the Jonas Brothers got into the Jonas Brothers late. I was an early 
Me I was too. An early investor. Me in too. The Jonas Brother. I was Mandy. Remember Mandy? Me, yes, Mandy is my okay. shit. I really love like Mandy so much. Very young. I didn't want him. I wanted him. Older, and he was barely. He was. I still thought. Look exactly. At that little boy. Exactly. So what are you talking about? <laughs> I want the brother. You wanted want Joe. Absolutely. Anyway. Now, as an adult. Yeah, Nick is really giving as an adult. And I, I knew both. that from the jump. I knew it from the jump. As an adult, I'll take both. But as, as a youth, Joe was doing it for me. But I okay. thought, wow, what a talented young man that that uh, Nick is. He's talented. Back to the hills. First of all, I genuinely thought my life was going to be like the hills. This is why Black girls need better media representation. Because like the only time this I was seeing... Not. Yes, I, I fully believed. I like legitimately believed, soul. like like wholeheartedly in my chest because I legitimately thought I was gonna move to Los Angeles. I was gonna drive my little drop top Beamer. I was gonna live in an apartment in Beverly Grove with my bestie, and I was gonna work at Team Vogue specifically, like legitimately at Team Vogue. Like that was my plan. Let me tell you something. Me and my best friend. I've known my best friend since I was two years old. Me and my best friend were going to move to Los Angeles. We were going to live the lives that we were meant to live. And I was, I had even looked at FITM to go to school. Now that is laughable because anybody who knows me know that I don't give a goddamn. <laughs> what am I going to study in fashion? But let's be serious for two seconds. What was I going to do at the fashion school? You was going to learn fashion. Well, maybe maybe I'd be better off than I am today. But however, <laughs> I really believed I was going to go to college. It was solely because of the damn heels. Great I'm marketing. You. I'm telling you. Exceptional marketing. Whew. Because I fully believed in my heart of hearts that I was going to move to Los Angeles. I was going to work at FITM. I don't know what I was going to do after that, but I was going to have a good life. And I was going to live in a nice apartment. And I was gonna have a. I was. I was going to do all of this with what money, with what opportunity, with what black people. I'm unclear. That wasn't my business. I knew because, I was gonna and, do and it. Even watching the first episode, right today, I was like, now if we had switched this out and my black ass had been the lead character and I was up here ironing my uh skirt. With oh my god, with iron, the hair straightener, it would have had a much different connotation, baby. I forgot. They would have said, "Look at that little broke black girl up here. Look she at that little iron. dumb poor." Right? Ew! That is so ghetto. Like they would have dragged it, baby. But you couldn't tell me that I wasn't going to live the exact life that Lauren Conrad lived. I'm telling you. I'm okay. Telling you. Lies. Like I was prepared. Everything. I was thoroughly prepared. Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of black girls feel similarly because Harper's Bazaar came out with a piece, a story, as the writers call it. And the title is How the Hills and the City Inspired the Current Guard of Black and Brown Fashion Editors. And I would just like to say, absolutely, absolutely. Me, again, somebody who just recently within the last like two, three years decided I was going to start dressing better on purpose, thought that I was going to like work in fashion media i did end up working in media but not fashion media but i legitimately was like oh yeah team vogue is gonna be the thing i'm gonna work in fashion it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great and many black girls followed suit and did that very thing shout out elaine Welterra, who i'm sure is around the same age as these girls and probably is not inspired by them at all but shout out you <laughs> i've literally um worked in fashion media mm -hmm. literally have. 
and yeah, it's so funny to me. I felt like this when the bold type came out too. <gasps> Don't even get I me feel like started. This when the bold type came out too because it's so funny to because that was basically Team Vogue. Like we all know that the bold type was basically Team Vogue. Yes. And so, like watching the bold type, watching the hills, watching all these shows, and watching them, um, watching how everybody thinks working for brands is when you've worked for a brand. Now, disclosure, I'm based in Atlanta, so I was never in the New York LA, LA offices. I feel like that's a completely different experience. But like, also, nobody in media got that much money no more, baby. We the, the way the job was doing it big, we wasn't doing that, baby. Listen, hell no. Listen, These media companies are. Or they're broke. They're okay. poor. So it's once the hill the the hills was really fun to to remember a bygone era in media where everything like there are so many similarities where I'm like oh that's still true today that's still true today that's still true today and there are so many similar there's so many moments where I'm like not that sent the intern to New York and said we'll we'll let you know when you coming back yo not on this company car baby I'm so sorry you're doing what. Yeah, so it's funny to me. It's really funny. Um, but and that's not about a publication, like a specific publication. That's about media in general. Like mm-hmm. media in general just don't have it like that no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny to watch. It's really, really funny because I think there are a lot of people that um really wanted to work, probably from the hills, probably from the bold type, probably from all these like these shows that really glamorize that life. Um, that really were like, I want to work for Team Vogue. I want to work for Vogue. I want to work for like these really like glossy magazines. And yeah. I don't know. It's really cool. Oh, God, it's so cool. The bold type really the bold type was, was like, shit. like for real. And we were shit. grown when that came out. So like, it was just good. The, the bold, bold type was, was good. It got shit. bad. It made me cringe because again, talk about things that are like realistic. I think like obviously the bold type was like a fashion magazine that was trying to get more serious and dive into politics and identity, which is literally Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue is fuck. I remember when that happened. But then also like they kept being like, this story is for the dot com. And I didn't understand why we were using that language in the Mm -hmm. 2020s. That Mm -hmm. was very deeply confusing using to me i said did you consult anyone who has been a digital writer ever because they would have said to you that the dot com as a way to refer to the internet the digital website which most of these publications don't even have magazines physical magazines anymore anymore i mean allure just i think allure just shuttered it's um it's print publications as well so mm-hmm. like most of them don't have it so like to make it seem like the dot com is the dot com and is an afterthought was just really fucking funny to me right but um yeah i don't know right it's interesting what a good time what a- back for another game you know it what's going on just one more week till max fun drive <laughs> hard to believe it's been a heck of a year since the last one we're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! 
Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. I feel like it's always funny as a reporter to look at like TV shows, movies, all of it. Because they always make the it girl a writer. Mm-hmm. Carrie they Bradshaw, sure How to Lose a Guy in a Like all of these like things are always like the it girl writer. And I'm they like, do. you'd be broke and depressed. Okay. <laughs> you would be Some broke of them be from and rich would be families. depressed. Someone we be from need, we need to be clear about that because uh mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> it's giving gloss but I don't know if it's giving that kind of money baby I don't y'all I have to say. watch this episode y'all have to watch this episode on YouTube okay I feel like the regular hearing is not gonna do it justice you gotta it's look at what you're doing but I don't you know gotta if it's look at what you're doing with her face That's all okay I say about that love but, is giving uh, income you, know, you do it for the lo- what they what they say about the artist the struggling artist you do it for the love. And do so. That's very fair. This is a this is a labor of love, you guys. This podcast, absolutely. Favorite cast members from the hills. Ooh, I feel like the older I've gotten, because Lauren was my girl. The older I've gotten, the more I've decided that Lauren was not the like sweet angel baby that we like to think that she was. Lauren was messy as hell. I just watched the episode. She hung up on the girl. She was jealous that the girl was, I mean, I mean got a job. she was mad because right. the girl got a job. And like, we know Hailey is a little silly, but if she wanted, that's what she want to do. That's what she want to do. Why are you mad? Right. Why are you mad? Why did you hang up on your best friend? Phone flipped it down. It was so rude. I remember looking at that. That was my first. I said, oh, Lauren is not. She flipped the damn phone right down. And then the phone was and she clicked ignore that's and then was sitting there calling her a dropout see what i'm saying that's messy it was it was ugly like she judged the fuck out of heidi all of the time like so much judgment all the time i feel like she used to do this thing where she would disguise judgment as care where i just really care for you i don't want you to do a mess messed up thing and it was just really like judgmental and really kind of like mean so Um, mean so absolutely so that's what I will say about Lauren. Um, I personally, I really like Whitney because Whitney minded her business and didn't seem to be in nothing. She did do but that. But I feel like most people don't come out as unscathed on that show. I that is Audrina. very true. I liked Audrina because Audrina just needed a, some prayer. She always meant well. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I liked Audrina. Yeah. Sequoia! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she just needed some hope and a prayer, a little confidence. But then we all she needed some know? confidence so bad, like it's actually My not even a joke. Girls are letting niggas drag her to the hills like, and back. She severely needed some confidence. I, I it was so cringy to watch Audrina. It could not the dick could not have been that good. Now while Justin Bobby is cute, very he's very cute to me. What they say on the Braxtons, he must have a dingaling ago. You remember that song? Did you ever, used to watch the Braxtons? Because they used to turn everything to a song. And the sister was dating a man she was married to. She was with some man that they didn't like. And Tamar was like, 
He must have a ding-a-ling gold and they start harmonizing about it. He must. He must, okay? Because it don't make sense no other kind of way. But I feel like, you know, weren't we all in questionable relationships with boys who dressed questionably? And no. I mean, I didn't date men that didn't look like they showered. But you know what I'm saying? Like I see people was dragging it. Justin Bobby didn't look like he didn't damn shower. I didn't, I didn't think he looked like that either. But that was the that was what they kept saying. I purposely thought Justin. I purposely thought Justin Bobby was cute. Real cute. Just because Lo and Lauren fucking liked, you know, he did wear combat boots to the beach. You but... know. And, and niggas be wearing Jordans to the beach to this day. You, you, there was a moment where I was watching this clip earlier, um, where Audrina was like, "Did you hook up with Justin or something like that?" And and Lauren was like, "He is disgusting. I would never. Oh, I am yes. appalled." Oh, and I was yes. like, "You could have just said no, that nigga not my type. You, like you did not have to drag it the way you dragged it." So yeah, they tried to make it seem like the man didn't shower. I don't know. I wasn't there. He didn't look like it to me, but. But he didn't look like it to me. He didn't look dirty to me. Now, while we're here, now, while we're talking about that, when Audrina asked Lauren, did you fuck with Justin? And Lauren had the audacity to get mad. That's the type of friend I can't fuck with. Because, bitch, I'm coming to you trying to clear up something that's giving me anxiety, legitimately. Is it dumb? Yes. It's a question because it was kind of stupid. Yes, it was dumb. But, like, if it's my legitimate friend, if it's one, if it's you and you were like, oh, I need to, I need to ask you this question for I would laugh, but I would it's absolutely annoying. answer your question. <laughs> if I would not get mad on some whatever. I would be like, <laughs> okay. Joel, please, you have to get out this relationship. Is what I would tell you. If you was coming to me, I'd be like, please, you have to exit this relationship. But no, I just want you to get peace of mind. No, I did not. I, I wouldn't do anything like that to you. And I'm a work of progress. I just told you this earlier. I'm a work of progress because, you know, I'll try to dip out of friendship real quick. And that would be the last time you would hear from me if you called me to ask me if I hooked up with your man. Well, you know, damn, well, I did not. <laughs> I would answer you very seriously. Girl, you know, damn, well, I didn't hook up with that man. Are you crazy? And that would be the last time you would hear from me. <laughs> Come to me with this man. Girl, bye. What? Did I do what? I can't breathe. And I and see now, cause now you don't drag me in it. You you and your relationship might be falling off the rails. I I can get with that. We all had all had our bad days. All relationships go through it. But don't bring me in it now, cause now you're trying to bring me in it. I'm trying to support you with shit falling apart. And now you done brought me into the middle of it. No. And that's what I'm saying. Audrina needed some self-confidence so fucking bad that it was actually laughable. Who told her that rumor? I want to know where the rumor came from. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. I can't remember. This girl been calling your man every piece of <laughs> dusty, dirty crud <laughs> on the bottom of a shoe <laughs> for multiple seasons at this point. She, because most of the time, this is how Sequoia and I, not about our specific boyfriends, but this is how Sequoia and I talk when we, I'll come to her and I'll say, that man is fine. And she'll go, you can't be serious. <laughs> that is literally. No, I don't see. Or we'll literally. say, well, I'm glad we got different, I'm glad we got different tastes. Amen. Right? Like, that's kind of, keep it cute. Don't be like, I don't see what you see in that man. Right? Back to right. the beach, you don't shower. What does he do? What is he good for? Like she drugged that man every chance she got. And, and then you was like, <laughs> that, he, that she was fucking on him. 
Because, <laughs> you know, there are girls who are, so it's given delusion, who are like, you drug my man that whole time because you wanted him. Because you wanted him, right. Girls, girls, I don't know. Some people need some help. And this is what I was telling you before. Folks got to stop telling some girls that everybody's jealous. Folks got to stop doing that. that. I want to see the tapes. Run the tapes. Cause okay, everybody because everybody ain't being bullied. What happened? Everybody What's not like? being bullied. No. Some people are bullying back. Some people are the bully. Somebody, right. somebody lying. Everybody wasn't bullied. Somebody's fucking lying. Because they was mad I had pretty hair. No, they weren't. Nobody cared. You kept rocking you around slinging your hair and calling me a monkey. <laughs> okay. You was twirling my hair to my it got your hand got stuck in it, trying to call my hair nappy. Right. And you, you and now you talking about I'm jealous. Please move. You was putting paper in my hair, talking about oh you can't you move don't know on. what's in there. It, it's just stuck. Yeah, uh-huh. Saying so you and now you talking about you got bullied. Goodbye. I rocked your shit. Right. Now now so you got bullied because I rocked your shit because you move was playing on. with me. Move on. So I do. I liked Audrina. I felt like she was a look at my. I broke my nail right before I got on here. Good lord, this is embarrassing. I I liked Audrina. I thought she was a sweet girl who just needed to not be on TV. One, <laughs> she needed to not be on television, and she needed to be in a therapist's office. And she needed to ask herself why she liked men who didn't value her. Um, but didn't we all? No. Didn't we all? Oh, okay, well, I did. Um, well, damn. I, she ain't never been in a bad relationship. Inspired by Adrena. I was in a bad relationship when I was like 22, which is where I was I was at the point where we needed to be moving on from that. But I was in a bad relationship when I was like 22. And I was trying to describe to someone how toxic the relationship was. And I didn't have the language for it because it was just emotionally exhausting for me. And so I spent an afternoon downloading GIFs from the hills. And I used it to make a storyboard to describe <laughs> my relationship. And I did it well. And I, you know, I, maybe that's why I identify with Audrina because I, you know. So I guess my, my follow-up question would just be that there's just never been a point where you were normal. There's just never, there was never a point where you were. How else, if, if you were trying to express yourself and tell someone about an experience you were having is using gifs to put together a mood a storyboard of that's your where you're experience. losing me babe that's where you're losing me babe it's one thing to pull a gif and, and post it you know or or text it to a friend but you said you put together a it was basically a storyboard absolutely this happened and then this happened and this happened and this happened then it had lauren crying with the I, the mascara i want to forgive you and the i want to forget you yeah yeah it had our humble wear comeback boots to the beach was which is how i was describing my ex he didn't wear come we weren't near a beach but he was i was trying to say tacky, tacky. um yeah i absolutely okay oh you didn't tell me your favorite oh kristen is my favorite yikes okay which is sad because Go she's <laughs> not yikes don't do kristen don't do kristen kristen was my favorite on laguna beach Kristen was my favorite when she came on the hills. I feel like the show got infinitely better when she facts. got on it. You would, and um, that's it. You know, I always liked a little bit more of a mean girl. They were portraying her like a mean girl. She's not actually, but she definitely is more outspoken, less of that goody goody. Like she didn't subscribe to that girl should be like X type thing. And I said, I fuck with that one. That's that's I really my girl. Respect Kristen in real life. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, for real though, in real I life, I really respect her in real life. I really think she was a very straight shooter. She told you how she felt. You were not yep. going to have any questions 
Mm-mm. about what she was thinking, how she felt. She wasn't going to talk about you. Like, I really no passive her. aggressive. I really, really respect her. I mm-hmm. don't know that she was my favorite character. I don't That's know that fair. I felt tied to her story, but I really respected her. You know, what I mean? but I felt that way about Heidi. Okay, okay, to be also fair, especially of the time, like, Kristen was explicitly the villain on the show, on both shows, on Laguna Beach and The Hill, she was the villain. And so, you know, of the time, it was just like, that just wasn't, it just wasn't who you were rooting for. You weren't supposed to. Yeah, but I appreciate it, like, later after The Hill, she's had other shows, like, she's done Mm -hmm. other things, and I've appreciated that she's been able to, like, show a more authentic look into who she is. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I felt that, like, watching episodes of Heidi, I'm like, Heidi just seems like a normal 19-year-old. Now, would she be my f- friend, me, a type A organized person, or she stressed the hell out of me? Fuck now, no. why are you showing up to my place of employment? Now you finna get Which is out. crazy because Heidi's a fucking Virgo. Why was she so airy? She's a little much. I would need to see her whole chart because I don't understand why she act like that. From my spirit. I don't know what an air is. What's an air? Air sign is Aquarius, Libra, and Gemini. That's us. That's us. I like yeah. us. Okay, anyway. I like us. Um, <laughs> I went shopping to the party unannounced. <laughs> I'm not coming no way. But you also have earth placements and so okay. Wrong, anyways, okay. Mm-hmm. So but so I felt like Heidi, but I see her and I think she was such a beautiful girl. She was extremely relatable. All of the like shit that she was struggling with is not that far fetched. Like she didn't I agree. Want to go to school. There are plenty of people who don't want to go to feel like school she was so then. regular. She, she was, was super just regular. a regular girl. And she mm-hmm. wouldn't have been my friend because she was a little stressful. At all. But but I res- I really respected Heidi, especially in the earlier seasons. A hundred percent. Heidi's downfall was trying to hang out with super teen Lauren Conrad. Lauren yeah, wanted to be right there. super teen so fucking bad. And, and so she was just getting just all types of judged by Lauren, Miss Super Teen, because Heidi was regular. She didn't want to go to school. She wanted to get her little party job. She wanted to be a party promoter so she could party. Or not a promoter, a PR, something, something like that. So she, she could party. Very professional. And it was simple. And I said, no, I get Heidi. Would I ever, was I ever Heidi? No. Would would a Heidi ever be my friend, like you said? No. Not, no. And not that PR is questionable. I think Heidi didn't seem to understand what PR was. PR's not questionable in any capacity. Heidi didn't know what she was getting into, like you said. Heidi didn't seem to understand what she was signing up for. Exactly. Heidi thought she was signing up to party. No, babe. That's not it. That's not it. That's literally not what the job is. But it's okay. Um, and you starting at the bottom. You're not just getting straight into the celebrity of it all. You're an assistant. And she didn't understand that. So yeah, okay. Least favorite. We're listening. We're listening. Least favorite. Spencer. I feel like this is one of the few times in television history where the villain, the TV villain, is actually the real world villain for real. Well, damn. That nigga was abusive. Now that I watch it back as an adult, I said, oh, this isn't just like a toxic relationship. So do you believe, because in recent, more recent episodes, they've said that they actually never fought and that the fighting that they did and the drama was all played up for TV. Do you believe that? Um, Sure, maybe, that they never fought. But that's not even what I'm talking about. Them fighting, that's not even the concern. He took, he went out of his way to isolate that girl from everybody who he loved did. her, including her mother, sister, right. father, all friends. He was trying to isolate the fuck out of her. You don't think that could have been played up for TV? You think no, no, hell no, no. They weren't. I don't even think TV was smart enough for that type of thing yet. Like that wasn't even the reality. It wasn't in the reality TV playbook yet. It wasn't in the reality TV playbook yet, and it wasn't in the cultural zeitgeist yet. That that's what emotional abuse looks like. 
And so it was just taking place and they were catching in. They were like, oh, look at this toxic couple. No, we're watching her be abused. They're watching her be emotionally abused, especially as an adult. I'm like, it's textbook. This is crazy. Yeah, I had less fun watching the Heidi and Spencer saga unfold. I just didn't have a good time. Um, and I didn't like the alienation. At I all. didn't. Whereas I felt like Lauren didn't always handle situations the best. And I felt that she was judgmental. It was clear that he was like trying to isolate Lauren from Heidi. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He was trying to like cause a riff in their friendship. And to be fair, um, I think when we talk about like emotional abuse and manipulation and stuff, Lauren is exactly the type of person you do not want your girlfriend around if you are emotionally abusing her because she gonna be the one to be like girl that don't sound right you know like because Lauren can't call her tongue she gonna be the one to be like that seemed girl that seemed tacky you gonna I'm telling you but she's going to be the one to call it out but instead of doing that Lauren was making judgment calls about Heidi instead of placing it all on Spencer and being like maybe you know I don't know that doesn't sound right to me and I'm concerned or whatever it was more like I can't believe you're choosing him over me I can't believe you're doing this again I can't believe blah 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 and it's like so that Lauren's judgment paired with Spencer's actual attempts to isolate Heidi just created the perfect storm for their relationship to sever because she's pushing Heidi away anyways and pushing Heidi right more into that emotionally abusive relationship. And I think it's hard, right? Like, I don't, I don't know Spencer Heidi. I don't know if, I mean, he did seem a little off, but from <laughs> what, what I like, what I know from my own personal experiences, and I try to give people grace because I've had friendship, I've had relationships where guys have tried to isolate me from my friends or where that has been a thing where you've like okay. purposely tried to cause a rift between me and a person because you know that this person is going to be like, that man is emotionally abusive. You need to get the fuck away from him. Um, and so I feel like in hindsight, I always try to give that has to be a very difficult position to be in as a friend, especially at 19, you know, so I get it. I, girl, I'm fed up. I want to go. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't always have the like, I'm, I'm being, you don't always have the empathy. You don't always have the emotional capacity, the, the intelligence, the maturity to be like, this is manipulation. They are isolating us on purpose. This is the, the, like, you're not putting the two and two together. You just know, I don't like this. This is too messy. I got to go. Right. And like, I, so I try to have empathy for people in that situation because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can imagine being on the other side of that, especially as a 19 year old. That's a big thing for me. You're like, this seems toxic. I hope you Mm -hmm. get out, but I'm going to go on to this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. (laughs) Um, And so I'm going to give Lauren grace in that one specific moment. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, Because one of us has to. Because second on my list for least favorite characters is Lauren. Uh, I think I've already given enough of that. And if I haven't, you know, she's just a little bit too goody goody for my personal taste. Didn't didn't like the girl. Um, And yeah, and she did that shit that you said where she disguised judgment as caring. And I said, you're manipulative and I don't like it. Not into it. And then final on the list is Stephanie Pratt. When I say heinous character, like I, Stephanie Pratt. I, I I don't forgive her today. I'm sorry. I know it's I know it's 15 years later. I said no. I think you're a bad person. No, I said I think you are a bad person. You and your brother. I think that y'all are actually bad people, and that something went wrong in that gene pool and that lineage and that bloodline. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. It don't make sense. It don't make sense. So while I can forgive Lauren for her little manipulation, whatever, she didn't seem like a bad person to me. Just seemed like a bad friend. I think Lauren was not a bad person. 
You know, she was she young. Learn to mind her business. She needs to learn to be a better friend than she was. And, you know, I'm sure she did learn that. I'm sure she learned it the hard way. I'm sure that was not fun for her. Um, Yeah. That's that on that. Who, who's your least favorite character? I didn't like Stephanie. I don't feel that strongly about Stephanie. I don't feel like the gene pool was messed up. I, personally i didn't like stephanie i didn't like spencer because no one liked spencer um but i don't know i guess the older i, I just don't like lauren i i'm not saying yeah. she's my like i don't think she's like top one least favorite but i think the older i get and the more rewatches i do the more i'm just like you know like i'm more interested in the growth and development of some of the other characters mm-hmm I feel like they're they feel more real to me, more rooted. Um and I just don't like some of the I don't like I don't like it. And 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 it could be. Now maybe this is a little self awareness. It could be because I remind myself of Miss Conrad. Uh when oh, I was interesting. younger. Maybe I was okay. a little judgy judgy. I feel like I was a little goody two shoes. I feel like I was mm-hmm. a little judgmental. Um and I always had opinions when I didn't know a goddamn thing. I should have been quiet. That's me too. Um, I, I definitely and still sometimes and, struggle with that. And, so and so I feel like my dislike from Lauren is a little it's it, yes, it's it's calling out my 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 character flaw. Okay. Okay. That's growth. That means growth. If you can see it, if you see the character flaws now in Lauren, that implies growth. What was he just saying? If you cringe at your former self, yeah. It's growth. Yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I think that's why I struggle so much. She's probably the character that I struggle the most. Because Spencer is like, I don't expect. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think I struggle the most with Lauren as a character. And Audrina, like I said, baby girl, therapist and leave the TV. Leave it. I'm not mad at her. I got empathy for Audrina. I got so much empathy for her. Did you watch The Hills New Beginnings? No. Because she was, Audrina was so fucking embarrassed by by her on the hills yeah Yeah. i'm surprised she agreed to do it again that's how embarrassed she seemed to me like it seemed like it like pained her to her core to think about how she was on the hills if anyone has secret footage of me in my early 20s i would do you can email it to black people love paramore at gmail.com i will pay whatever i have to pay to make it never see the light of day because just an embarrassing time it is an embarrassing time when i think back at some of the things i did some of the things i put up with some of the things i've said friendships some of the things i said why were you dating that man what was going on so one of my friends the other day they were talking my friends were having these conversations about like their struggles that you know some sometimes you know we were young we were broke so they were talking about that and they were all talking about the things that they did when they were broke right the odd jobs all of these things and I was quiet because I I grew up middle class. I grew up lower middle class. I certainly didn't have an abundance, but I'm not going to cosplay as somebody who was like poor because that was not true. And mm-hmm. so my friend was like, Jewel, why are you quiet? And my other friend was like, well, she's never been broke. She was just a little broke down emotionally. And I was like, well. That's the most personal. <laughs> 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 that just hit me in my heart and, and soul. And she knew me in my early 20s and that would be accurate. She said, Jewel was never broke, but she was a little broke down emotionally and mentally. And I said, oh yeah, baby. That- Jewel, I'm so sorry that she dragged you like that. <laughs> <laughs> what 
And I said, why would you say that? She said, well, I was just trying to have you to have something to relate to in the conversation. I said, I didn't need to, I don't have to relate to everything. I didn't have to. I didn't have to relate. I didn't have a moment. I was going to be quiet. But Why she wasn't wrong. I, it was, a li- it was, it was given janky. It was given rinky dink, um, emotionally. And I did that's, put up with some foolishness. Crazy. I can't wait to put that in my book. I'm gonna have that be a title of a chapter, and I'm a. And what I'm would you a, put in your book? I'm gonna have that be a title of a chapter. It's just gonna be not broke, but broke down. We're broke down emotionally, emotionally and, mentally. and mentally and i'm gonna credit you and your friend i'm gonna ask for her information i'm gonna credit both of y'all i said well if the truth is the truth baby the truth is the truth uh so you know i i guess maybe that again i think that's why i empathize with um adrena i oh, heidi a little bit because i think heidi was struggling too just in a very outward way that i couldn't relate to right same. I couldn't. Same. I got. I see what you're struggling with, but I don't quite. It's right. not quite my ministry. When I was young, it was like hard to find the empathy for Heidi because it was like expressed in such a way that I couldn't relate to it yeah. all. But now that yeah. I'm older, now obviously I'm watching older. a 19 year old. I'm like, oh fuck! Like she was really struggling to find her identity. It was like just identity struggles, you know. And I keep coming back to the fact that like, just you shouldn't have been on TV. That because you wouldn't. And have what 19 year old should your face? You wouldn't yep. have been altering your face. You yep. would have, I went through a broke down relationship and baby, don't nobody know unless I tell them. Why? Because it wasn't on television. Yeah. Okay. But now everybody got photographic video proof of what you was doing in your late teens and early 20s. That's ridiculous. Nobody should have to do with that. That's terrible. And I hate that for her. I do. Truly, I hate and, that I, for and I hate that for her. Because I want to okay. forget, you know, I feel like after three to five years, it should roll off my Carfax. It should not count. Yeah, the credit score got to reset. Something, something got to reset. Give up. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that time in my life. It never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who um, that is that you're referencing. And mm-hmm. if you bring up a video or a picture or something like that, now you're trying to mess with my ability to be in denial, and mm-hmm. I don't like that. What Shaggy say? It wasn't me. That's all. That's all yeah, I got. Yeah, I don't like that. So yeah. I, I think that was that's what I keep coming back to is like even to Lauren's credit, you know, I know that you don't have a lot of empathy for the lady, but like I have, I do, I, I do, I have gone. empathy. I just don't like her. So okay. I mean, I like her now. I guess I really don't pay. I never paid attention because I didn't now. like her. Okay, I I do wish she would have been able to go do her goody goody judgy judgy phase. MP, you know what I'm saying? And private, like the rest of us did. Well, I don't know that I had. A goody goody judgy judgy face, but I probably definitely was judgmental, but definitely never goody goody. I wasn't that, and I needed to work through that. But I'm glad I did it privately. And you did. Look, you grown. We gonna move on. Fuck kill Mary. Who? I don't know. What? Who? What you mean? Who? To <laughs> give you the name. To <laughs> 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 give you the names right now. Spencer, Brody, Justin, Bobby. We know who the fuck is. Is it Brody? You don't know. No, I don't care about no Brody. It's Justin Bobby. Hold on. Brody is really fine as fuck. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't really see it for Je- Brody. Mary. I don't want to marry none of them. When we just said that we be saying, oh, this nigga's so cute. And then the other one be like. <laughs> That's what just <laughs> happened. Every time, every time I drop a name in a, in the t- in the text thread and I'm like, That's the one. That's the one. And Sequoia's like, it's not. That's I, I hate that you feel that way, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> And again, this is why I would never have to come to her woman to woman on my Shirley or my Barbara, this is Shirley or on my. We good. Because 
She don't want what I want. <laughs> she don't want what I want. And you know what's so funny? Like, if you look down me and Jules, if you like wrote down me and Jules once, they're the same. But somehow they manifest so fucking differently. They don't look the same. Square like pretty boys. She that's not in, in my opinion, I don't because in my opinion, they're not you know what I mean? Anyway. Okay. okay, so anyway. You so won't. it'd be Justin Bobby. I don't want to marry none. Do I have to? I gotta get married. It's a game, babe. Who left? Brody. Brody and and Spencer. Well, Spencer's dead, so I guess I'll marry Brody and get an annulment later, child. There I don't it is. Know, but I don't want. There him. it is. Now, me personally, I'm doing the exact same thing, but I'm wholeheartedly marrying Brody Jenner. Uh, I would just like to caveat this by saying, if I'm not mistaken, Brody Jenner's a little Trumpy these days. So it's actually fuck him for real, for real, in real life. You know what I mean? I don't know. But for the sake of the game, because I'm definitely not marrying Justin Bobby's toxic, wild ass. I would, because I feel like he might settle down when he get older. Because he did want to settle down with Kristen. Like, he did seem like he wanted to settle down with Kristen. But no, I don't. I I, I, I would. switch it up. If Justin Bobby was not Trumpy, I actually don't know. I can't verify that he's Trumpy. I get the sense that it's the Oakley you think sunglasses. Justin Bobby is. Or Brody? No, no, no. Sorry, Brody. I think Brody is Trumpy. You have no it's, proof of this. If you go on his Instagram, he wear Oakley I sunglasses. Don't look at Brody's because I don't think Brody's cute, so I don't look at him. I if Brody and I don't know that he does. I don't know that Brody has enough uh, Kardashian Jenner cash to where if we were married, I would be able to like. You know, my goal in life is to, uh, well, I mean, I guess that goal cannot now be realized, but I think my goal in life prior was to marry highly wealthy so that my job could basically be like a glorified hobby to where I come out with like a line of aprons or I come out with like a line of spices or something that's like, whether or not it does well, whether or not Target pulls it from the shelves, doesn't really matter. My bills continues to be paid anyway. Now you could do that today if you want to talk to the camera on TikTok, but you you refuse to do that. You know so. that that's not my thing. So 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 if if it, but I don't know that Brody. Like I don't know that Brody has enough cash to where if right. I were to marry Brody, that I'm going to get enough like proximity to the Jenner Kardashian clan no. to where I can now catapult into having like a, a line of pots. I don't even Cutlery think you got access Target. to Caitlyn through Brody. I don't even think they. You see what I'm saying? So you know? now, what's the point? Because yeah. that's all I want. I just want to start me a little. Uh, so give me a line in Target. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's all Auntie I want. Tab. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's all mm-hmm. I want. But at, at, if I can't have that, I don't want it. And that's fair. I, I I do understand that. So I'm still gonna I'm still gonna marry Brody. Uh, I'm a fuck Justin Bobby and I'm a kill Spencer. And it was real easy for me. That was a very easy choice. Now we're gonna move on to the girls. Heidi, Lauren, Kristen. Fuck Mary Kill. Uh-huh. Girl, bye. <laughs> I don't she thinking. Them. I'll go first. Heidi, Lauren, and Kristen. I don't want I don't want to I don't want none of them for none of them things that I can die. I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> Obviously, I'm personally going to fuck Kristen just because she she you know, seems fun you know what I mean she seems see fun you know what I, I mean the material mean. seems like it's there <laughs> get me off this podcast get me off 
this podcast. <laughs> your mom gonna say, "See, I told you to stop going on that damn I show." I told you to stop okay? going on I there. I told you to stop going on that damn show because she don't know how to act. <sighs> so I'm gonna go ahead and fuck Kristen. I'm going to marry Lauren because she just seems like we could get to the money. That just seems like what it would be like, you know. It's like we don't have a vibe. Boom, we business partners. You know, that's my dog, and that's it. And then I'm gonna kill Heidi because, like we said, Heidi would never be my friend. Heidi would never be within my realm like that because not my type person. So I would, I would agree with you with that ranking. I suppose again, I would kill them all. But if I had to make a selection, I guess I'm with you on this ranking because Lauren, I have. She studied fashion merchandising, or no, she studied product um, when she went to Fitum. And I feel like that's what she does now. Like, she just, it you know, is. like, don't she yep. got that little. I watched the, what's that show? The Home Edit. I watched that show, and they had, you, you watched that with the people who got the glorified plastic bins at the container store Mm-mm. where they be redoing people's pantries though. and closets. Mm-mm. The Home Edit. I'm a watch yes. it. Me and Garrick about to cut that on soon as they have, Okay. You know, so they had this show called The Home Edit where they turn, you know how court you know how Courtney Kardashian fridge be looking like a grocery store and the pantries be looking like grocery stores. Basically they do that for people. They got really famous because they did it for they do they do they did Courtney Kardashians. Got it. Okay. I'm gonna definitely watch this. I don't know how I missed this. Um and in, in very in very Caucasian fashion, one of their like signature things is they make every they do Roy G B for everything. So everybody look everything is like like their books are all rainbow. Like, why would you organize my books in terms of color? Do it alphabetically or in terms of darn genre beautiful. or author. How the hell am I gonna find an orange book? That don't make no sense. Oh, you be reading the books stupid. on your bookcase? You see, you about to make me mad. So, <laughs> so, so that's the home edit. And they had it. They had an episode where they went to wherever the hell in California Lauren Conrad lived, and she had a a office. With one of her, she had a co-founder where she ran this little Etsy ass shop where she was like, "Oh, these are like sustainable baskets, whatever." I don't know, <laughs> something, something real, you know, Etsy ish. Yeah. And so she she had bought like a little beach house, and she needed the home edit to come in and turn it into an office slash product storage space um, because she, of course, is friends with the people on the home edit because apparently everybody is friends with everybody. Um, and I'm like this is you know this is our thing still little Etsy products and little little coffee table books like I I respect it Lauren got in her bag and she stayed there she seems to do well financially she got her a little husband she got her some kids I can't be mad at it you know what if nothing else Lauren Lauren Conrad is successful and been that she studied that at FITM and she said this is the plan and she stuck to it and she stuck to it she stuck stuck to it I can't be too mad at it um Mm-mm. so i yeah yeah I, I mess with that she could yeah, yeah. we could be yeah. we could be uh partners in uh crime so i could make me some little money from it exactly you know and then she can get your uh aprons and target yeah absolutely and then we separate yeah okay um moving on favorite plot points i have only one. Oh no I have only one because I already mostly talked about the other one about Lauren not being a good friend. I already, you know, y'all already know. I don't think she was a good friend. What's your favorite plot point? Another plot point that really had me riled up though is in defense of Lauren. I realized that Lauren was really going through it on the hills for real. This second watch, I said she wasn't a good friend because she never had a good she friend was to know. A hard time. To, she, mm-hmm. she never had a good friend to know what the fuck a good friend looked like. I agree with you. So. Jen Bunny, do you remember Jen Bunny? I remember Jen Bunny. 
Jen Bunny trying to get at Brody after Lauren had just finished or like was like I, I don't even know she had that clip. Like that was crazy. And then Heidi like hyping her up to do it, being like, No, who cares? It's your birthday. You should talk to Brody if you want to talk to Brody. Question mark. So now both of my best friend, both of these bitches in, is in here conspiring uh-huh. against a nigga that I've been fucking with. Are y'all out of your rabid ass? That's crazy to me. That that was unacceptable to me and crazy as fuck. And I felt bad for her in that moment because she was losing two best friends at once one that she had been friends with for 15 years and then Heidi who she like had was living with and I was like damn she's going through it and then when the hills first started if I'm not mistaken I remember them mentioning this at some point her and Lo had had a falling out and hadn't spoken in years I do think so and that was also her best friend of like 15 years at the Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. so I'm like damn she and for me Friendship breakups have literally broken my heart Absolutely before. Like I've had a hard emotional time behind some friendship breakups. So three of them, long term friendships happening back to back to back like that yeah, while the while the down. world watches. That's terrible. It I is fuck every one of you bitches. I will never talk to y'all again in life. Choke. <laughs> I used to like low. I think low was a little messy, and low now sells wellness vitamins or something that I don't. Okay. Um sure uh but i i agree with you i think that probably had to be very very difficult i if i had to think about what my favorite plot point it probably is the right i didn't go to paris oh certainly i think that's great what how we get off of this podcast without talking about that what What a a moment you'll always be known as the girl that didn't go to paris and i said well girl not you judging everybody for their dating choices, but you up here trying to stay in California with this man. Boop, boop. That was my big thing about her judging Spencer so hard. That's how I know you ain't as smart as you think you are, baby girl. You I said because Jason do. just ate you up, babe. This man dragging you through the damn mud. And not only and that, you... he already embarrassed you on Laguna Beach in the first time he was in high school. And now you're not in high school no more. And this nigga came back and embarrassed you again. Came back. Came back around. You know. And you stayed in california where you're from for him instead of going to paris to stay at that nigga mom beach house or something you know like you know like you could have you know i instead of going to petty petty whitney said oh don't worry i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna come up off this little yeah i'm gonna come up don't worry baby i got it and that's why whitney might be one of my favorites because she was unproblematic (laughs) she was always down and oh oh i was watching the first episode lauren threw her under the bus too because I, lauren was not a good she friend do you did. know what i'm talking about yes i did when they were trying to get them into that party yes. and, then lisa, and then lisa was like well how did they get it and she was like i don't know i wasn't at the door and you called me and asked me to get them in and then you sit and then she framed it as well girl i saved you because i told her i didn't know who let you in well who was at the door lauren do you think I'm fucking stupid? Who was at the door, Lauren? Because I was at Ms. the door. Connor, trying to help your dumbass friends out? It wasn't that many people working the door. The editor didn't let him in. So who else let him in, Lauren? And I think Whitney was a little bit older than them. Maybe like she a was. year or two. But you know, when you're 19, a year or two is like a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she was probably like, first of all, I didn't even like these little ass kids that I was letting in. <laughs> these little drunk, fucking annoying kids I was letting in. I'm trying to do it for you. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So I that really pissed me off. It did because you were the dumb. Because let me say something. My friends call me. Can you get us in? No, click. My first day of work. Are y'all stupid? Yeah. I don't even know how shit worked well enough to finesse nothing yet. First of all, I'm not answering the phone. I'm not answering the phone. Right. I'm not gonna answer the phone. If I look at it and it say 
fucking Heidi. I'm going to text you. I'm at work. What's up? Right. The same way that you hung up on her when she was trying to tell you about her goddamn job. I'm at work. What's up? Hey, girl, we outside. Can you get us in? Now I'm not responding. I'll text you. I'll talk to you when I get home. Because I, right. I told your dumb ass not to pull up. So I don't know what you want me to do. I literally this. told you not to pull up. Are y'all okay? And if you sneak in, I'm acting like I don't know you. So it was a miracle that Whitney kept being friends. I would literally act like I do not know you. It's the way I would not have been friends with Lauren after that if I was Whitney. So that, to me, that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, yeah, real bad. It really rubbed me the wrong way. And that's why, I, you know, I was like, Whitney, don't help her with shit else. Not a uh, goddamn thing else. Don't do it. God, that was crazy. You said that that was actually so really crazy. Type her. on your computer and don't pay her no mind because she playing. Stop fucking playing with me. She playing. That really <sighs> pissed me off. So Like really um, pissing off. Who are my favorite couples? Okay. Give me the options. I got, I mean, they're all bad, if I'm being honest. Yeah, all ass. Who am I supposed to like? Obviously. Lauren and Jason. Terrible. Heidi and Spencer. Terrible. Brody and Jade. Audrina and Justin Bobby. Can I be controversial? Oh, yeah. I would put Audrina, because they were never, am I remember, misremembering? He never said that was his girlfriend. They were never in an official relationship. No, I agree. He was always very much like, but do you, but. <laughs> what you finna get into after like he was out trifling but he was, was always very much like to her yes but it was one time they were in a bar and some other nigga was trying to get at her and when she this. went to the bathroom and the nigga was like yeah so i'm kind of you know like feeling adrena like are y'all you know you know she's single and he said nah and i, I said remember this is so you don't want to make her happy but you also don't want to let her be happy with nobody else trash and that's why i couldn't marry him and fuck him married but i will like to put them at the top of my list because okay. i feel like they couldn't be as bad as the other committed couples because they weren't committed you know what i'm saying okay okay hey like at least hey. you knew what game you were playing Lauren, okay not that was your man that's your man? Because <laughs> <laughs> couldn't baby. be. Because couldn't be. Um, Heidi and Spencer, not a chance in hell. I don't even know who Jade. I, I vividly. Them niggas are still married to this day. I don't remember Jade that I remember her. She was the playboy. She was like the dark. She had dark brunette hair. She was stunning in the face. She just didn't stand out to me. I remember her being pretty. I don't remember their relationship was unremarkable to me. Okay, so I'm going unremarkable. To, so I'm going to put Adrienne and Justin Bobby at the top of the list because because I feel like it, and because they at least they weren't in a relationship. You know, at least they was just playing. Now everybody got hurt out of it, but they showed it. They showed it. Okay, okay, I respect that. I'm going to go with Jade and Brody just because they were like the only legitimate seeming couple in the whole That's thing. Nice. Like I was like, okay, these they seem like they actually really yeah, like each other even though it didn't work out. Her. You know, yeah. he seemed to be serious about her. Like he was telling Kristen like I, 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 I you know, like you know, keep 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 you know, keep it keep it cute. I don't care. You know? Uh so so I'm gonna put them just for the fact that they were the only real couple. Nobody was good. Everybody was toxic. There was no, you know, Nothing was good going on on the hills for real. Do you have a reason why you like the hills? Like, was it the the fashion magazine portion? I, it was just inspirational. Like, I think it represented a lifestyle that I would never in my life have, but I seem to believe that it was attainable. 
this was mm-hmm. the time when reality TV sold a dream very well. It the original influencers. Made, MTV was the original influencer incubator. This was TikTok before TikTok. That yep. it was Instagram before Instagram. It made you yep. feel like this life was completely attainable and it absolutely it was not. It sure um, did. No. It, and it made you feel like you could have access to being in Hollywood, being in entertainment, to having a nice place to live, to having these like cute ass friends who you go out with all the time and like everybody dresses really nicely and everybody works in a glitzy ass job and like it just made you feel like you could have this lifestyle and that's just completely not how life works for most fucking lie there are some people who live that life most people do not even people who live in entertainment don't i mean who work in entertainment don't live that life um overwhelming number overwhelming majority do not uh, so that's why I liked it because I was at a point I was convinced I was going to graduate from yeah. high school. Well, I was going to graduate from high school. I was going to move to LA with my best friend, who's also was named Lo- Lauren. They call her Lo. Um, the- sometimes, really? Uh-huh. She goes by Lo sometimes. Jewel, um, it's meant she's to my be. best I don't friend know. and Lauren. I think both Lauren's had on the hills. They had known each other for like fifteen years. I had known my best friend since I was two. Like there was like childhood oh. friendship. No, what? Not my light them went out. See, it... Anyways, I'm about to go. <laughs> I had known her since I was two, so it felt it felt like boom, this our life. She now she actually is in the fashion. She studied fashion merchandising. Okay, she was the one that would have actually been knowing what the hell she was doing at Fitum. Did she move by chance? No, she still live here. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just gonna reach out for what. For what? Not you trying to make friends with my friends. No, I'm just kidding. I'll see I'm your Instagram to uh, you know, see if we can, see if we can all. Not you trying to get her to come over here too, girl. Bye. Move on. So, <laughs> so she um, yeah. So she, I it felt like dang, this is the life we are gonna live. You know, like mm-hmm. it felt very, very attainable, mm-hmm. and um, it just it, it didn't work out that way. That's fair. That's it, fair. it didn't work out that way. Uh, thank you for coming on, Jewel. You're welcome. Thank you. For I appreciate me. it so much. It's always great to have you. Fan fave, my fave, like I always say. Period. Let people know where they can find you. They know, but let them know. Or anything you would like to talk about. Um, I just want to close by saying if Sequoia and I ever fall out, you can bet your bottom dollar that it's not going to be because she asked me if I hooked up with her man. Certainly vice not. Vice versa. Nope. Guaranteed. <laughs> One thing I know for sure <laughs> because we're good. We don't, again, we don't have the same sex. Um, but oh, my my handles, uh, Jewel Wicker Show, um, yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, all of the places, uh, all of the social media hell holes. I am there, amen. Absolutely, you can find me at BPLP Pod across Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can email me per usual at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com with episode topic recommendations, hate mail, feedback, or anything else. Listen to my new podcast, Glass House by Sequoia Homes. We get a chance. I'll be on there talking about whatever the fuck I would like to. Solo podcast. So, you know, go look at that. And I'll see y'all next episode. Next episode will also be television themed. Keep that in mind. So if you're into TV, come back. I don't really know what. I have a list that I'm going by. I haven't set it up yet. So I don't know which television show we're talking about yet. But we're going to be talking about television. I just remember we dragged you about your uh, dating choices in the last podcast I was in. The episode, one of the previous episodes. So yeah, I reign superior with my taste. Bye, y'all. Bye.